Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good morning and grand rising. We are here with another episode of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. It is me, Papa Seer, aka Papa Hoodoo, but also the host, narrator, and storyteller of the number one Hoodoo and spirituality based podcast, the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Happy Monday. It is Magic Mondays. Family, I am so happy to be here today. You all know I love recording on Mondays. It's my favorite day of the week to record because I feel like the magic is flowing on Mondays. It's the great day. I mean, well, it's the start of the week for Americans, but it's just, I don't know. It just kicks things into gear for me. And um, I wouldn't rather be anywhere else than right here, right now, talking to you all on the microphone. I just want to remind every last one of you, March the 6th, 2024, we are starting our top rated, most requested eight week course, our master course of spiritism. So if you have not taken a time to spend those eight weeks with myself, as well as my other instructor and goddaughter, Reve Ashe, please sign up. The information is on the website, hcrgold.com under classes. Again, we look forward to seeing you there. This course will change your life. Again, hcrgold.com. Today is going to be a very special episode to my heart, at least anyway, because this is something I love. This is part of my practice. Now, have I spoken about this on the podcast before? I definitely have with my previous co-host Toya. I'm pretty sure that we did an episode on um, this topic before, but I would have to just go through our archives to just, I don't know, maybe repost that episode. But we've talked about this here on this show before. I've been talking about this for years. You know, I am nowhere new to the spiritual game, business, whatever you all want to call it. I've been out in these streets for a while now. So this information that I'm talking about today, again, this isn't new for me. But I do feel like it's important right now for, you know, me being a voice of the community to speak up and talk about it today. So at least for, you know, my family, you know, my family, my supporters, listeners, followers, and so on, that you all get an authentic viewpoint of this topic today. Um, because I know a lot of you all listen every day. I know that this is like your wake up and your, your, your go-to in the morning for some of my followers. And I love you all for that. So where else better place than to get this information from yours truly, right? And I am more than qualified to share this information because this has been a part of my practice for a very long time. Now, I am not going to sit here 
and rant like I probably really want to my toxic side really just wants me to sit here and rant about the fact that spirit dolls have become a trending topic all over Instagram and all over social media again but (laughs) I don't want to waste our hour or whatever however much time we have today I don't want to waste our time today we're not going to do that I might throw a few jabs here and there so be prepared but either way you know spirit dolls the subject of it like i said before this isn't something new to me but for those of you all who are new to this podcast those of you all who have never taken any of my classes or those of you all who have taken my classes but we haven't discussed this topic as of yet this is a great door for you to get started in my opinion there are some really good books out there on you know dolls and voodoo dolls and spirit dolls a very popular one i'm not gonna call the name of it and it's a good book you know i've definitely read the book it's a good book but again i think that i am more than qualified to give you a a very authentic road opening path if you feel like working with spirit dolls is something that is going to be in your journey now personally I think that this is something that everyone who is a spiritualist, who has the right responsibility, if you if you have a good heart, if you're if you're going into this form of magic from a good place, I think a spirit doll is something we all should have our own. I have a few, and I love them, and they do their jobs. They do what they're supposed to do. When I talk about this subject, it's a very personable subject for me because I know that this works and it can be very effective. But I also know that this can be very chaotic if you are the type of person who's going into this with a lot of malicious intent. If there's malice in your heart, if you're seeking to create entities that are going to you know, hurt other people, you are very much going to find yourself in a situation where that entity is hurting you. But if you're going into this from a good place and your goal is to create a vessel where the spirit of love or prosperity and abundance, protection, right? If you are a person who is seeking to create a vessel that will radiate Okay, hear my words, radiate that energy in your home and in your life, then you've come to the right podcast today. Because my dolls, I love them. It's it's like they're my children, my babies. And I think a real doll maker is going to have that same type of attitude when you look towards this practice because you had to breathe literal life into every doll that you create there is a process that goes into it even just from finding or sourcing the materials that you're going to use to create the doll hear the words that i said finding and sourcing the materials that you're going to make to create the doll i did not use the word buy now am i turning my nose up to people who have to buy certain things to create the doll absolutely not because for the aesthetic purpose clothing you know hair you know certain things that you might want the doll to look like yeah you need to buy certain things 
but the core. <laughs> Let me take a sip of my water. The core of the doll, those things, those items must be found or sourced. <laughs> you know, um, when you're making it, and you don't have to agree with me, everybody does things differently, but I'm just talking to those who listen and support me, right? This isn't light work. This is one of the most serious things that you will do making and creating a vessel, Ashe, that will hold a spirit. We're not chaining spirits to entities. We are not forcibly putting an entity or a spirit into the vessel that doesn't want to be there. Okay. There are people out there who do that. There are techniques to do that. There are some practices where, you know, that is one of the fundamentals of the practice is to chain, literally chain the spirit to the vessel. But we're not talking about that today, nor will I ever teach something like that openly on a podcast. That's irresponsible. I'm talking about today something that I feel like can enhance not only your spiritual growth, your spiritual work, but let's just be real. Some of you are very material. Some of you are very hands on and you need to see it to believe it. You need that see, taste, touch feeling to stimulate some of your gifts. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think that is one of the one of the reasons why the doll can be very effective, let's say you're a very visual person, um, you're, you're, you're someone who's very hands-on, right? The doll can be very, very effective for that. And I'm not talking about poppets because a poppet and a spirit doll, they're two totally different things. You see, a poppet is literally just a vessel that can house many or different spirits at the point when you're using it and a lot of times it's used in like magical work uh you'll find the poppet in a lot of european traditions or practices or even just that word but the concept of a poppet right using a vessel to represent someone or something else you find that all over the occult again that's not a spirit doll okay a spirit doll houses a particular spirit it can represent your spirit guide okay and i'm not even necessarily talking about quote unquote voodoo dolls either are dolls used in the new orleans voodoo practice absolutely but a lot of times these dolls represent a specific deity this doll is supposed to house the spirit or the essence of a particular deity okay and i think that that's very different than what we're talking about we're not talking about housing gods or deities in these spirit dolls not necessarily not at all if 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 i were to be blunt right so i'm not even going to use that word 
either. And also to be real with you, when people say voodoo doll, I'm going to be honest with you, that has been very bastardized as well. People are not always talking specifically, okay, specifically about a doll that represents or is used in the voodoo practice. It could very well be a spirit doll, but people coin or they attach or bastardize the word voodoo doll and attach it to anything, okay? So that is also a learned behavior that we picked up on from Hollywood. You know, I hate to put white people in this, but I'm gonna be honest with y'all today. We've learned that from you all too, to just attach that word to just anything that is a doll that could represent spirit. So we're not even talking about that today. We are solely focused on dolls that are either vessels for spirit guides of a practitioner or dolls that literally house the essence of a particular spirit. And they're saying, well, what spirit are you talking about, Seer? What could the what 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 could these dolls represent? Well, for one, ancestors. I think that's a, you know, in black traditions, and we've done that. Dolls that represent people. You might sit a doll next to, you know, one of your ancestors' pictures. I have a few dolls next to some of my ancestors' pictures. And it's not necessarily that the spirit of my grandmother is in the doll. No, but this doll represents the spirit of my grandmother. Okay, and we know that ancestors have the ability to materialize for us. We know that ancestors have proven that they can make things happen. So, hint, hint, sometimes it's easier for them to make things move when they have a vessel. Okay, now, does everyone need to go get dolls or something to represent their ancestors? No, I think pictures work just fine. But I have specific dolls that represent some of my ancestors for a very specific reason. And my spirit felt led to it. And my grandmother likes the doll. So that is why I have it, right? So if this isn't, if this isn't something that you have felt led to, your spirit was attracted to this, or the doll fell into your lap, or spirit showed you, right, that this is the doll that's going to represent your ancestors, or you felt led to make one, then don't. Pictures work just fine. Name papers work just fine. Whatever you do for your ancestors, that's what you do. But Spirit dolls can be used to represent or, or as they can be vessels, right? Vessels to house the spirits of your ancestors when they want to come down. Now, let's take a step away from Black American spirituality for one second. And well, not entirely take a step away from Black American spirituality, but I want you to think about the Catholic tradition. And how people that work with the saints, they a lot of times have figurines that represent the saint. Fetish is something that we will find all throughout the occult and just spirituality. Oh, Papa Sir, what is fetish? Fetish is a form of magic where an object represents a source or a form of divinity. If 
you are in my school or if you are signed up for my classes, of course, this is something I get, you know, a lot more elaborate. I, I elaborate a lot more on this in class. Okay. So I don't have much time to get into fetish and juju so in depth here. This is why you need to sign up for class, but it is a form of fetish. So people that work with the saints, they have figures that represent them, statues, what have you. They're not necessarily dolls, but they're figures, they're vessels that house these spirits or represent them. So if you find this in the Christian tradition, even though it may not necessarily be a doll per se, with you know, stuffing or whatever you have in, inside of it, it's still a figure. It's still a vessel to represent a spirit. So you, this obviously is a form of spirituality that is very, very effective. Again, it creates intimacy for a lot of practitioners. A lot of people really need to see something to believe that it's there. Everyone walks with different levels, levels of faith. We all have not shared the same experiences where I don't need that to believe. Or I don't require that to believe, right? One isn't greater than the other. Some might say, okay, that's your walk, but I need that to believe. I love my doll that represents my grandmother. When I hold this doll, it's as if I'm holding my grandmother, right? It is helping me form the intimacy that I need to stimulate this relationship. So even in the Catholic tradition, we see that the practitioner is not worshiping, quote unquote, the statue, but the spirit. The devotion is to the spirit. The statue helps stimulate images when you dream, when you undergo visions, when you pray. When you write, when you draw, okay, these things help stimulate your senses, your creative juices flow. The intimacy is stimulated there. You know, it just, it takes it to another level. So the doll or the vessel, quote unquote, that houses the spirit, you find that everywhere. Of course, the Christian church has deemed this idolatry, but people really need to know the difference between fetish and idolatry. Again, I challenge you to take my classes so that you can learn these things or even book me for mentorship. We can talk about these things one-on-one. We can talk about how to create your own spirit doll. So, you know, if you are a person who can't take classes, your schedule does not permit it, hey, Book me for mentorship. We can do this at your leisure, on your own schedule, at your own time. Whatever works. There's options for everyone, right? So here it is. We find in two distinct walks of life or spirituality, BA or Black American spirituality, as well as Catholicism, that utilizing a vessel, utilizing a vessel that represents a human, okay, is a great contact point for the dead or the ancestors. Why? Because the saints were real people. They lived and they died. 
our ancestors were real people. They lived and they died. So we, 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 we can acknowledge that these dolls or these vessels are great crossroads contact points for dead people. My favorite form of this. It is to strengthen your relationship with your spirit guide. And I can talk about spirit guides all day. I have dolls that represent my spirit guides. And when I tell you that for me has taken things to the next level as far as, you know, like my spirit work, my spiritism journey. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you something to look at. It gives you something to hold. I mean, it gives you something to take with you. You can even have the doll sitting in the room with you while you're performing divination, while you're praying, whatever. I can attest from my own, my own experiences that this works. Okay. You know, especially when we're talking about helping to stimulate dreams, visions, having something that you can see. I even leave, you know, shots of rum and water, smoke next to my, you know, my vessels that represent my spirit. Guys, I, I work those dolls as if I was working my ancestral altar. But that's a part of my journey. Yours may not look like that. But to me, my spirit guides are no different. They're no greater. They're no less than my ancestors. And everybody may not feel the same way about, you know, your own personal spirits, but I don't feel that way. I don't feel like one is greater than the other because I had to know my personal spirits before I knew my who my ancestors were or who are before I was even aware of who all of them were or even some of them or their names. I knew that there was a spirit walking with me, talking with me and guiding me. So having something that represents this spirit or these hosts of spirits for me, because I'm very visual. You know, my gift is seership. I see things. You know, I'm not the biggest dreamer because a lot of my visions are stimulated while conscious. And so having, you know, vessels for me is very, very, very important in helping stimulate my journey and also my contact, okay, as a spirit medium with these spirits. So if you were to come into my altar room, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I have a lot of dolls, a lot of vessels, almost a vessel for everything. That is how my practice is. So if I, even if I don't have a doll, I'm going to at least have a picture because pictures are vessels as well. My entire altar space is covered with them, just vessels, pictures, things that represent something. If you're, if you are not someone who is more spirit or conjure focused and your, your practice is a little bit more, um, is, is more root work, right? Or even who do specifically, it's not going to look like this, like what I have going on. Okay. And I've always said this, you know, about myself personally that I am a spirit medium. I am a conjurement first. The majority of my work revolves around the spirits that work with me. Hoodoo is a part of my bloodline. It's a part of my tradition. But my practice is primarily in the work of the spirits. You may not be a person who 
needs the vessel. Or if you have one, you might only have one for one particular purpose. So let's talk about that. Spirit dolls that serve a purpose. They're, they're, we have those too. Without giving away too much. These are like working charms. They're working charms in my opinion. These charms stimulate the spirit of money, prosperity. It might be a doll for love. You know, the, the, the typical things that we petition for, they never really change. It's love, it's money, it's protection, it's prosperity, it's luck. It's, it's typically the same thing, right? So because we pour so much into these spirits, they are very active and they, and they work. So you have spirit dolls that are working charms. And these are great because I have dolls like this, you know, one for money, um, one to help with visions, one for protection, and they're great. Look at me. I'm actually picking up some of my dolls right now. Look at this. This is so crazy. I didn't even realize this, that <laughs> that three of my, four of my dolls actually were sitting right next to me and I'm actually sitting here podcasting about this. This is crazy. See, and they move too. Like, I, I don't even remember putting them here. I'm telling you, these things move around when you're not looking. They have expiration dates on them. I'm going to be real with you. They work. But, you know, after a time, you will find that that magic isn't as strong as it was. I still keep the doll. I still keep the doll. Even if I know that the charm isn't working as strong as it was. I, I, I Me, personally, I feel like... The essence never truly dies out. That it may not work as, it may not be as potent as it was at one point in time, but you're still, there's still a piece of you there. And I'm so connected to my dolls that it's hard for me to let go of them. So some people, when they have dolls that are like working charms once the magic or once it's, you know, he reaches expiration, they, they throw them away or they burn them or, you know, ritually discard of them but not me i keep mines i love them i personally think mine are still working so they're good but you know there, there are dolls for or vessels for many reasons i just wanted to use today to share with you all you know from a black american spiritualist standpoint typically what our dolls do and what they represent usually they either represent like i said a spirit guide they represent, you know, saints or ancestors, dead people, of course, or they're working charms. OK, there's something inside of the doll, which we won't talk about here. You need to sign up for class that we put inside of these dolls to stimulate the energy or to magnetize a certain energy towards us. And they're very, very powerful. And then, of course, we talked about poppets as well, which isn't a spirit doll. It is just a blank vessel utilized to represent a person. When you all go out here in these spiritual streets, I want you to practice discernment. I really want you to start turning off some individuals that are not really enhancing your practice. Make sure that wherever you are getting your information from, that it is accurate, that it resonates with you, that, you know, spirit led you to that. 
You know, none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, if you if you follow my Instagram, you know I'm not perfect because sometimes I just, you know, the hood in me comes out. And I can't help that, but that's who I am sometimes, you know. But when it comes to teaching and when I have to share this information with you all, you know, I'm always be serious because that's just how my people work. You know, we are we laugh, we, we're jovial, we have a good time. But when it's time to be serious, it's time to be serious. So when I'm here and I have to talk to you all about things like this, you know, this is me just being 100% authentic, me not trying to offer you something that's going to wreak havoc in your life. I feel like we, we, we offer too much information that is harmful than helpful, you know, and if you felt led to this form of divinity, you know, again, I implore you to tap in with us to learn more about this, to incorporate this. I implore you to sign up for our spiritism class coming up in March of 2020 or this year, because it's only going to help you. Okay. So, and, and even if you feel like, Hey, I don't need that at all. Papa see, I'm fine. Hey, that's totally well too. But guess what? Now you have the information. Now you can go out here and, and know what a real spirit doll is. And, and personally, I think you should learn how to make your own. That's just my opinion on it. You know, I, I used to make them for people. If I had the time, I probably still would, you know, or if I have the time, I still will. I think when they're made handmade or when you make them yourself, when there's a process that went into that doll, it works so much better. And it just it, it just it works. You know, there is nothing wrong with purchasing dolls because I have some that I purchased, too, and they work. They work very well. Again, to me, they are more so as vessels. But my real spirit dolls the ones that I feel like are my babies are the ones that I have sourced and handcrafted from start to finish and I love them. So thank you all for taking this time to listen to me today, rant about this topic again. I'll probably talk about this in the future because I, I love this. I'm a doll maker and it's something that's so personable to my heart. So when we talk about this, I always want to talk about this in a manner of love not in the hollywood manner of oh my god it's a it's a chucky in your house because no these dolls don't act like that my dolls were made from love and they do what they're supposed to do which is bring me love bring me abundance protect the doorways of my home and stimulate my visions those are what my dolls do what do your spirit dolls do for you i challenge you So with that being said, my family, thank you so much again for listening. I just want to send you all out today in love, light, peace, most importantly, protection. I bless your hands, your feet, your coming, your going. May everything that you touch material, may everything that you touch materialize as if it were gold, family and friends. And with that, I release you into the atmosphere. Thanks for listening to the Who Do and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Who Do 
and chill.